Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Young Titan World. Today we're going to be reviewing some anime. And I'm sure if you've watched my YouTube channel, you probably guessed that it's going to be the Edomans in the Shadows. Now, that anime came out and I wasn't it wasn't even on my radar honestly because it was one of those animes that I kind of thought I would know the storyline and so I wouldn't even touch it. But then you'd have me come back home from a stressful day outside trying to wonder what every French word means. And I find myself watching it. It's not really because I made up my mind to do it, but because I was just trying to find an anime that could take up my time and not make me think about my entire life. And it was the eminence in the shadows. I'm on Telegram, so Telegram basically has this set of animes that are available to me. So if I see it and it looks interesting or the billboards look interesting, it actually drew me in because of the titties and how they were displaying it. And I can concur that every time that we're watching an episode, the moment we get to the end, we get to see some titties. So I guess that's a little satisfying to watch. But that don't make me no curve. I mean perv. Anyways, uh, let's just let's take a general overview of what it is. I'm going to read it out to you guys. Um, if you haven't watched it, I've this is a long time since I've actually done this. I will leave a link down below, and then you can go watch it by yourself and tell me what you think about it in the comments below. It's, it's a really amazing anime, and it does cut through a little bit of what you already know about anime. So maybe if you're that kind of person, it might not appeal to you, but I honestly just love the kind of vibe um that it gives and the kind of main character um that we get to view let's see just it's quite simple really now the story itself is about sid cogano i'm sure i could have done a better job pronouncing that but let's just go on a person who has always looked up to the heroes that work in the shadows of society now in an unfortunate accident guess who guess who guess who of course you can guess it's truck coon again in the hood now he's reborn into a world of magic so he's now with this new world and this world capable of giving him anything that he wants he decides that he's going for the vast knowledge of martial arts and training discipline to become a power in the shadows now before that happened to him though he was basically manipulating everything that he could, and it was just amazing to see that. But also, anime has a way of making thin-looking dudes super strong and super smart. So when you see his figure, you kind of know that that's what's about to go down. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just feel like it's a trend that you can easily pick up on when you are watching it. Now, let's start off with what the world has to say. Then we'll end off with what I have to say about the anime. Because, you know, sometimes we talk about the same thing. Sometimes we think the same thing. But sometimes they're off, I'm off, we're on, we're on. It's never on the same pace. Now, let's talk about it. Now, not an isekai trash, the chunibuyo to the max r slash dark comedy. By this is by Serious Timekeeper. Before I read this manga... I thought this is just another normal isekai or isekai trash with harem, which makes sense. Now, little would I know after reading eight chapters that this manga is currently sitting at the top of my must-follow list. 
before you read the manga, Sid knows that you will enjoy this manga because he has already envisioned it. Everything is according to his plan. He knows. That's in air quotes, guys. Now, uh, I'm not going to give the spoiler point, but uh, he's basically talking about the character which Sid, um, Sid is, you know, this character that is absolutely looks like he's smart he knows what he's doing he's planned everything but it's, it's honestly quite random he's not exactly putting any plan out he just had a he has a fantasy that he's trying to like live through <laughs> and every step of the way that he keeps going it makes it easier to jump in and to make a fuss about it i mean like Obviously, you'd consider him to be a great-ass hero, but honestly, he's just enjoying his time and barely thinking about a single thing that he's doing. Okay, Dirty Uncle also says, The protagonist is a psychotic Shunibio version of Haruhi in a fantasy world. Most of his delusions turn out to be true, <laughs> but he isn't self-aware enough to realize it. If that sounds absurd, that's because <laughs> it is. But man, what a ride. Now, although the story essentially relies on one joke, it remains consistently hilarious. And later on, in a, in a strategy similar to the One Punch Man series, we see a bigger focus on the side characters. So whenever the protagonist makes an appearance with his chuny antiques, it's always a treat. It's always a treat. Sorry. I don't know why I said treat. Well, he's technically a threat. Every single time that he comes on scene, and he blows up the place it's just so cool i mean like he's that's exactly it he's talking about one punch every time every single time one punch came to the scene he was coming to end things okay he wasn't coming to uh, give a good speech or make everyone look at him as he was struggling to battle the opponent he was coming there to close the case man he'd either punch you punch a hole through you and make sure that he ends the episode and that's exactly what Sid does. He comes on the scene, he just mutters some words in English, and then boom, everyone's gone. Everyone is dead. I am Atomic. And then that's it. Game over. Okay, let's go to Trivia Lover. Um, this is, uh, okay, so he or she says, the Esekai genre is known for being a hackneyed and predictable genre that has dominated the manga market in an attempt to be the next big thing, but ended up being all different variations of the same blank slate main character. The same harem with the same harem stereotypes, the same backstory and lore, and a plot so simple that one might think they were all written by the same three-year-old. <laughs> oh, someone found them out. Let's read more. Now, I'm not gonna read that. That is just so long. Am I gonna attempt to? Let's, let's let's just try. Kage no jitsu ryokushaninarita kute. Yep, we're not doing that again. Completely disregards all of these notions. In fact, whenever stereotype shows up in this manga, it intentionally pokes fun at it in various creative ways. Now, the best instances of this occur when the main character, Sid, responds to his typical scenario in Isekai. While most protagonists will say something cool in an attempt to make themselves seem badass, Sid will say something cool and then reminisce on how good he felt when he coined that one-liner and mentally store it so he can use it again. Sid is a perfect 
fun character to watch. His only goal is to become a master of the shadows, one who pretends to be a mob character but is actually extremely powerful and defends justice as a maxed anti-hero, in quote, like Batman. Basically, he embodies all of our childhood spirits back when we used to make swords out of dry eraser markers. I didn't do that. Wait, what? Who made swords out of dry erase markers? I didn't do that. No, I did not. And pretended to smoke lollipop sticks in an attempt to roleplay as badass anti-heroes. Now, except Sid is actually blessed with superhuman abilities, effectively making him able to use this new isekai world at his personal disposal. Let's continue. Now, when presented with the opportunity, Sid makes up an organization, the Diablo's Cult, and convinces a young elf that her illness comes from this cult. He then proceeds to cure her with his incredible magic ability and recruits her to his side so that he might have some fun acting like a mafia boss, pretending to attack hideouts that belong to the cult. Now this grows a little out of hand as his new recruit finds other members and tells them the same story. The, the organization begins to branch out rapidly and expanding, accumulating influence, immense influence, at an incredible rate. This is no joke. At every point in time when I thought that he was going to be found out, it just turned out that that was actually what was going on. The Diablo's court was literally a word he fucking made up. <laughs> And in one part of the series, we get to realize that that's the name of a fucking, an actual group of people who are actually doing bad shit. So it's a little bit on the nose that he he's actually that right. But the nigga is actually, he's very oblivious to everything that's happening around him. And he's just going about doing what he wants. And his followers just go like, oh my God, that is so genius. Oh my God, how did he think of this? <laughs> The nigga doesn't even care, man. It's just so cool. It's just so cool. Oh, my God. She gave a whole last paragraph for this shit. Well, I can't read all of that. I can't read all of that, too. Well, I'm just going to read the surface. Okay. Long spoiler review. This one is by um, 733. Uh, what makes a good manga story? Great art, good story, good characters, enjoyment in every chapter. Now... K-N-J-N-N, a.k.a. The Eminence, the Eminence in the Shadow, has it all. The manga made me read the whole web novel, and after that, the whole light novel, and I can assure you, it's really good. How the story portrays the main character and the side characters are brilliant. The main character himself is a gag, and the story handles the dark moments with comedy really well. The whole story is a gag, so if you're looking for a serious manga with serious tones, I'm gonna have to disappoint you right now. It's, I wouldn't say that it's so, like, it takes everything funny and it doesn't take itself seriously. It does, it does. It's just that I feel like they're always trying to branch out of the norm when we're, when we're talking about anime. Anime always has been the one that gives you these weird motivational speeches, give you a villain that has a backstory that makes you want to cry for them and understand the situation and almost more often than not consider their beauty to be something that you would totally want to smash. But I think with the eminence in the shadow, it's it cutoffs from all of those things. It it's not it's conscious of the fact that it's corny. It's it's it like it knows that it's it's fucked up. 
that this is literally all you have seen in every single anime. But it decides to use, rather than just run away from it, it uses it as a power. Because now it's conscious of itself and it knows that you think the same thing. So right now you're like laughing with them instead of at them for trying the same shit over and over again. And that is what I like about it. I guess I'm going to cut off from all of these views. They're all great. They're all great. But they all speak the same kind of the same kind of stuff. Okay, They're telling you the same story that you've heard me say on this podcast over and over again. It's about a guy who's really passionate and really... Um, he lives in this own world of his that he solely finds um, warm and wholesome for himself. I think when I started watching it, I was a little bit confused, especially for the timeline, because they tell they say that he's been isekai into a different world, and I'm like, okay, if that's the case, how exactly is that also correlating with the fact that it seems to be in the present? You know, like the timeline has always been a little bit confusing when it comes to the eminence and the shadows, and I'm sure a lot of people would be like, hey, come on, man, it's simple. The guy was in the present; he was in modern day. He wanted to be stronger. He wanted to get magic. He couldn't get magic, so he jumped in front of a freaking truck. And the truck was like, hey, man, I know a place that I can get you to. The truck didn't actually say that, but evidently that's what happens with every single anime character that wants to go into an isekai world. He needs a battle pass from freaking truck coon. So it's that's how it all That's all. Oh, my God. English. I can speak. It. Okay. So um, basically that's um for it my 10 cents for the whole anime itself is quite simple um sid basically does what he wants to do and it feels as if even as he's moving towards the wrong direction for some reason it just turns back to his direction it's like even though he has no idea no plan whatsoever he makes it up as he goes along and that makes him such a relatable character if you're not always the guy that starts planning everything. You're not the first person to get onto the scene and be like, okay, I need to put these things in place in order to make my life better. You're more like, ah, let's go. Wherever we find ourselves, we're either going to make a great thing or a bad thing. And either we're going to just keep moving, you know. And I think I find that amazing about his character mainly. And, um, well, I finished watching the whole damn thing. Uh if that is the whole damn thing. It it ended in episode 14, I guess, and episode 14 was quite, it was quite interesting to watch, and um, the characters within it always take themselves very seriously, except for the girl that wants huge tits and decides to put slime over it. Like, I'm not hating on her or anything. It's, it, it just seems like it's over the board, but I, I can't complain. I can't complain. An anime is an anime. You can't force it to be what it's not. Oh. Um, but I guess the it had great art, honestly. I loved every single visual that they displayed. The characters were good, especially the ones that were saved. I mean, I know he was just trying to live out his fantasy, but Sid actually is a good guy. I mean, he's a little crazy. I mean, he is a crazy guy. Um... I don't know. I guess I've been sworn into uh, Batman's way of living that we don't kill bad guys. Maybe that logic will change over time, but 
the only thing that I considered crazy about Sid's actions was basically when he went out there and he murdered people on the spot. It's an anime, yeah, but the killing shit is like over the top. <laughs> you would really have to have some sort of mental fortitude to understand that if that happened in real life, you'd be okay with it. Because he was just basically butchering people that came in his way. And uh, he just felt like he was on this edge to become the bad guy. Because he just felt so crazy. Um, anyways, I did enjoy the anime. And I'm sure you would too. I would leave the link down below. And you could probably go check it out. Maybe you want to watch it again. Maybe you're like, hmm, I can make an edit out of this. And you can totally download it. It'd be on your... Um, it'll be on your PC or your laptop or whatever. And you have so much time to like pause and play because as much as I like to do this over Crunchyroll or over any other streaming service, I, and the cost itself is quite, um, mind blowing. Even, even if there are like really low rates and there's no way that I should be worried about that. I'm a student not exactly a worker and all of this is um pretty much on my own which is okay i mean like i don't mind doing this at all uh and uh yeah i guess that'll be it i guess that'll be it so um tomorrow i will be doing eternity what's the name of it again i just started watching it so um eternity Eternity anime. Uh, knowing these guys is gonna, yeah, to your eternity. I just started watching that. It seems a little bit sad, but I'm gonna just keep going till I'm done with it. There are like over two seasons, and boy, do I have a lot to watch. But yeah, I guess this would be the end for Eminence in the Shadows. It's a great anime, tons of funny stuff. You wouldn't get bored. I can promise you that. I hope this wasn't too much of a spoiler review um, as I'm trying to make more of that. But it's kind of difficult because every single time that you decide to talk about something interesting, it just ends up being a spoiler. And it kind of ruins the mood because now whoever's watching this or whoever's listening to this now has to be like, okay, I guess you just ruined the new anime that I just wanted to be interested in. And I apologize for that in advance if that's what this was. So I'll be going now, and um, I hope to catch you guys tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. This is Young Titan, and as always, Young Titan out.